You're listening to the Reed Fletcher Podcast. You can find any videos or clips of the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, under Reed Fletcher Podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review. I'd really appreciate it. I'd love to get the uh, feedback. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have feedback on the show or if you'd like to be on the show. Thanks. Well, I... I don't know if I'll ever actually post this because I'm not even really sure what I want to say. The thought that's kind of been going through my own head is I'm in a very significant time in my life where we have our first baby due any day now. We're actually due in two weeks and two days pretty sure but I came two weeks early my wife came two weeks early so a baby could come literally anytime and it's interesting to be in a time period that you know is going to be a memory at some point I don't know if that makes sense but typically things happen and you look back even immediately after and think wow that was insane. Like I, you know, like that was my first kiss or I went to prom or I don't know, whatever. But it's pretty rare that you kind of preempt a memory. And that's what's kind of interesting about the situation that I'm in. Similar feeling, you know, walking in graduation. I graduated from high school or going on my mission, you know, or the morning of my wedding. You can feel that it's a big deal. It is something that people talk about. But actually being there and being aware and thinking like, you know, this is that moment. I'm in the good old days, like right now. It's weird a little bit. And part of it, I think, is weird because it feels more normal than you would think. Like you're driving to your wedding, um, which was the most amazing experience of my life. And it was like, oh, this is just my normal life. Like, oh, that's, that's my wife. You know, there, there's moments when it sinks in. And usually, at least for me, it was like maybe two days later, you know, where you look over and like you're sitting on your phone texting or on Instagram and then you're like, I'm that's my wife right there. What the heck? She's just hanging out. It's just me and her. We're married, <laughs> you know. And I don't know. It's just interesting. You don't really notice the significance of a lot of things until they've already passed. I remember, so my sister, um, a lot of you probably know, was in a really, really bad car accident uh, last November. And I remember got the call, it was on my dad's birthday, got the call late at night, and it was my dad on the, on the other line, and I mean, he doesn't call me that late, usually. And we had just seen him too, so I like knew something was wrong. And you know, he told me, you could kind of hear it in his voice and everything, like, 
you know, his voice was trembling and everything. And he said, your sister and your mom and your cousin have been in an accident. And it was not like the movies, my emotion right after. Um, I guess I don't even really know what I mean by that. It was, you know, there wasn't that like big camera zooms in on the face and it's like, like, no, you know, it was like, like a weird blank feeling more than anything. Like the idea now imagining one of my siblings getting into an accident is scary and it like sounds dramatic and scary and like the the imagination of a horrible thing freaks me out but when it actually happened like i really really care about my sister my mom and my cousin it wasn't a lack of care but it surprised me that and the emotion that you actually feel is like nothing in the actual moment. I don't know why that surprised me so much. Maybe people who have been through more stuff that is normal to them. Um, and then obviously it's synced in, it's sunk in and it took time, you know, to process it. And it was a long thing. She's fine now. Um, but I wonder why that is. I don't know. I've had that a bunch of times. Like when something big is happening or something scary or even something amazing, in the actual moment that it's happening, I feel just like maybe that's what being totally present is. Or maybe it's the exact opposite. Maybe I'm overthinking it and being totally not present because I'm looking too hard for an emotion. But... It's just like a feeling where you're just there and don't really know like what emotion to call it. And then it turns into emotions you know. It turns into sadness or fear or excitement or whatever, or anger. Um, but that little moment is interesting. So that's kind of where I am right now. It's not that I don't feel anything. Maybe that I don't want that to be misconstrued, but this is a big time for me and for Maddie. Like any day could be our last day ever as a single, well, single, as a couple, just us two. You know, and I look back on the last place we lived, I'm like, oh man, like, what a time that was when we lived in that apartment. Oh, and we had that car and those memories we lived in. You know, we lived in that memory we had when we lived in Chicago and it felt a certain way and we acted a certain way. And it was just like this little world inside of my memory. And now that I'm in it and I'm aware of it and I'm going to look back on this stingy student apartment, um, 
and look at pictures of this and show my kids pictures of it and be like, oh, those were our last days before we had our, you know, our life completely changed and it'll never go back. Um, and yeah, our walls were cinder block and we like, you know, we couldn't go out because of the coronavirus and like the whole world was this and this and that. But actually being in it, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One thing I do know is that any day now, our life is going to completely change. Which I think is awesome. I wonder if I'll remember what this feels like. You know, like sometimes a, a change is so big that it almost like it almost feels like it changes your makeup, like changes your core. Like when you get a sibling. You know, like when you invite a baby into your family or, you know, my brother has a nephew. And now I don't remember what it was like before him. Like I can't put myself in that state. And I wonder if I'm going to be able to remember what it was like, you know, when it was just me and Maddie. Because it's going to just be so different. <laughs> It's just gonna be me and her and this little man. Like, there is a man who I will have a relationship with for the rest of my life that will be one of the closest and best relationships, and I haven't even met him. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's not like one of those chance encounters. Like I sat next to him in biology and we became best buds and me and Ted are next door neighbors 30 years later. It's like, no, I'm, I am making the best relationship of my life. And at some point, 20 years from now, you know, I'm going to think back on this time and you're like, yeah, you didn't know anything. You know, you thought it was like, you thought it was going to be so easy and, you know, you were just a young kid, just graduating and whatever. Duh, future me. But I don't know. <laughs> I really, it doesn't worry me. You know, I'm not like afraid of it, but. You know, it's like dogs. I think I saw this in a movie once. Dogs, they can't see color. And so a dog has no idea what a rainbow is. And 
like you couldn't you couldn't describe it to them. There's no way to explain a color to someone, you know. And I I've I've heard it from so many people, you know, what it what it's like to have a kid. Um and you know how wonderful it is and how it changes your life and like there's all these descriptions. Um but I think it might be someone trying to tell a dog what a rainbow is. You know, and then when you have the kid and you actually are living that, you can finally see in color. And once you can see color, you can't imagine what it would be like to not see it. And we take that kind of stuff for granted. You know, you can see all the colors and you can understand exactly what you can understand because that's just, you know, kind of, you take for granted what you can see that other people can't see. And that's where I'm at. That's what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's a little convoluted, but I just kind of feel like any day now we're going to have our kid and it's going to be like a, oh, that's what everyone meant by this will totally change your life, you know? Like, I mean, I can remember even when first time I felt him kick and it changed from idea to person. It was like mind blowing to me. Like, oh my gosh, there's a actual person in there. Like, <laughs> and then the first time I saw, um, the, the 3D picture of his face, same kind of thing. It was like, oh, it's not a baby. It's that baby. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. And like, I, I'm probably going to make fun of this so much when I'm older and be like, you had no idea what you were doing. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. And yeah, I don't. I have no clue. I have no clue what it's going to be like to raise a kid. You can read so many books. You can go to birthing classes, which we've done. Shout out to my haters. Um, but like, honestly, in a week from now, I'm going to be so, I'm going to like look at this and think how silly I was, you know? Probably think that too about things I thought were important. Like there's a Michael Jordan documentary coming out tomorrow. Freak, yeah. And I am so excited about that that is like my dream i have been for whatever reason nerding out about michael jordan since i was 14 years old hardcore like the one thing that i have nerded out on hardcore and you know it's like so fun and interesting and stuff like that like i, I don't even know that or you know what our callings are or i don't know 
fill in any example. I wonder how that's going to change when Little Man is here. And we're going to think like, oh, we cared about that stuff? We had time to do a podcast? <laughs> like, I don't know. I wonder what he's going to be like. I watched Onward the other day. Oh my gosh. The entire movie is about someone who their dad dies when they're a little kid and they go their whole life wanting to know them and their dad like gives a magical spell so he can come back and visit them because he wants to know what they grew up to be. And oh my gosh. I think about that all the time. What is he going to grow up to be? What's his personality going to be like? Is he going to be like me? A total douche? <laughs> like, is he funny? Does he have dark hair? You know, like, I want to show this to him. I want to just zoom forward. Maybe I'll schedule this video for like 20 years from when he's born and I won't watch it. I'm probably not going to do this. And then in 20 years, me and him will watch it. And I'll be like, hey, this is what you're like. <laughs> like, is he going to be tall? Is he funny? Is he a goofball? Like, it's just, it's so weird to be talking about him as if, it was just an idea. You know, like in part of my, part of my head, it's like a, a little bit of it is like, he's, uh, there's like a guy there that I don't know. You know, like a complete human that I don't know. And then the other part is like, there's an idea there. Like there's an idea of a baby. There's a concept of a baby of a person, of a toddler, of a grown adult. I'm just excited to meet him. And excited to, you know, like we're gonna have other kids. Excited to finally know what that's like it's not something you can really tell someone like me and Maddie talk about all the time it hits us in little waves and in, in weird ways the fact that we're actually having a kid and it's not really a way to describe it it's like it'll just hit me one you know in like a, a different angle on it like you're telling me that this person is just like came out of nowhere from me and you tell me that this person wouldn't exist if it weren't for us. And this person has got like my genes and your genes. And it's just like created this completely different person. That's not even 
like a result of us, but something totally independent of us, but that came from us. It's just, I don't know. It's mind blowing. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've heard other people talk about this kind of stuff, but now that it's actually me, it's so, so amazing and strange. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of other people kind of have been thinking about this their whole life. So by the time this time period came, you know, they're like, yeah, I, we all know that already. Like I've thought about having a family since I was a little kid and this is what having kids is like. And they've kind of prepared specifically women, Maddie, you know, they, they, they have a, at least Maddie has like a better grasp on it, I think. But for me, I'm like, what, there's a kid in there? <laughs> even like a dude that we're going to be with forever that we haven't even met yet. And he's just been eavesdropping on us this whole time and just getting bigger and just hanging out in there, letting mom just carry him around all day. Lazy. Like we have all these clothes and, you know, we have a name and we've got all of our beautiful gifts that we got from the baby shower in a crib. And, but it's still just like all of these little tiny symbols of a baby. Little tiny like writing prompts. Like, get you thinking, this is what baby's like. And for whatever reason, you know, like, it's just still, I mean, he, he's, I can see his little leg moving around, but it still just feels like imagination. I don't know if this even makes any sense. <laughs> it's really how I feel. Like, I can't, I can't wait until I don't have to imagine him, you know, with his little tiny Nike shoes on. It's like, like, actually, and it'll probably wear off. He'll probably like poop on me once and be like, okay, the magic's gone. Um, but <laughs> right now it's, I don't know, it's weird. And any day now, like that, everything is going to change. What do you, what do you do about that? Is he going to like me? What if he comes out and we don't like the name we chose? What if he doesn't look like a J? Spill the beans. We're going to name him J. That's, that's been our thought. What if he doesn't look like a J? What if he doesn't feel like a J?
I really hope he has blue eyes. But if he doesn't and he gets my ugly eyes, that's okay. They're the most common color in the world, so you'll fit in. But that would be sweet if he had blue eyes, like Maddie. And like, he got kind of a droop, like a cute like side droop a little bit. Especially when she was a baby, she had like these cute bulldog eyes. Oh my gosh. I hope he gets those. I hate to say stuff like that though, because it's kind of awkward, you know? When I meet him, he can probably overhear me right now because Maddie's just in the other room taking a bath. And if he doesn't live up to my eye expectations, there's gonna be hell to pay. I don't know. What am I even saying? <laughs> I wonder how much of a kid's personality is already determined. Maybe there's science in that. I have no idea. You know, I wonder we feel as parents like we're going to have this big impact on them and we will you know if you're raised a certain way it obviously affects who you become but i wonder how much you come with it's one of those age-old questions i guess nature versus nurture but it does make you think you know like he's in there he's in his mom's belly right now like does he already have ingrained in him you know a sense of humor or at least like a tendency to improve on certain things. Like, is he going to, if put in the right position in his life, be attracted to competitive sports or, you know, to music or to movies or whatever? He's going to be a cool guy, though. Already thought of some sweet nicknames. Again, I'll have to edit this out if we don't end up naming him Jay. I really like the name though. It's either that or Pubert. Um, Jay Baby, Baby Jay, Jay Fletch, JJ, J Dog, JJ's Diner. That's it. That's all I got. But honestly, I haven't thought about it that much. Um, Oh, he's me. He's me, cool guy. It's gonna be tiny af. That's for damn. Hopefully, he has Maddie's uh, hamstrings, and not mine, and not my just general tightness. Don't want him to have that. Um, honestly, I hope he has basically everything of Maddie's <laughs> except for her arm length short arms check it out off the screen you don't even know how long um, I, I could take my skin tone honestly don't tell her I said that um, and maybe my curls yeah, definitely my curls. Aside from that, and my height. Excuse me. 
Um, aside from that, I don't, I just, it can be like a copy of Maddie. Or it can be like something totally different. You know, like in my family, we all, you know, for the longest time, we all had browner skin, you know, darker complexion, dark hair, dark eyebrows. Except for my brother Brad, who had blue eyes, whiter skin, much lighter complexion, straight hair. Straight, like, blonde hair. You know, we could come out and be totally... Totally out of left field. Speaking of, I haven't thought about what position he's going to play in baseball. Probably center. Start him off easy. What's that one thing? You know, like every generation, it feels like, and I feel like we're getting better at this actually, but it kind of feels like you know, each generation has something that they want their kids to be and they don't even realize that they're forcing them to do it. You know, like in all the movies from the 80s, it was like, you go and work at a corporate job and you're going to work in the mine when you get older. You're going to be just like your pops. And then the kids, like, I want to be an artist. I tell you, I want to be like you. And then, you know, they have the fight and it's like true love prevails. And then, you know, as it got <laughs> time passed and it was like, you know, no son of mine is gay. And then that was like the fight. And it's like, I can be whatever I want. But now a lot of that stuff is pretty chill. Like you can be gay. I don't care if he was gay. I don't really care, you know, if he wants to follow my career or if he wants to play sports or whatever. I wonder if there's something that I'm not considering that I have a bias towards that I'm going to force him into. You know, I don't think really anyone but parents specifically realize, you know, the things that they have a bias towards. Ah, because, you know, it's like the, um, this is water, or what is water, I think. It's like that speech where the, the fish, one of the fish says to the other fish, like, how's the water? You know, the fish is like, what's water? Because it's everywhere, all the time, they have no idea. Um, and so to a fish, they're so deep in something that they don't even realize that they're a part of it. And I wonder what that is for me and Maddie. You know, what are our biases, biases, octopi, octopuses? You know, what are our deeply ingrained things that we don't even know we have that we're going to push on him? You know, obviously we're going to make tons of mistakes. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not worried about that. We're going to make tons of mistakes. But, you know, I've heard, talking to the older folk, that there are, you know, you learn a lot about yourself, your parents, your upbringing, when you bring up, you know, when you raise a kid. And I'm that fish in water, and I don't even know, you know, what I can't see, because I'm so deep within my own perception of everything. You know, what am I... Well, what am I subconsciously going to push onto my kids? You know, what's going to, what are we going to be different about? What's that one thing where my kid comes home and says, I want to do this. And I'll be like, hell no. You know, like, because right now it doesn't feel like there's that thing, but I know there will be. 
Or maybe this is a sign that I'm going to be that crappy dad who's just like a bro and like comes in with the jorts on and the backwards hat at their kid's prom and like drinks a kegger with them. And, you know, like maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the thing is like strict parents or whatever are a good thing. Maybe I'll try to be the cool dad too much and be like, hey, kids, mom's out of town. Let's go get some airheads and, you know, watch Emperor's New Groove till three in the morning. <laughs> I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't think being a bro is really the best idea. I don't know. Again, everything I say means nothing because I've never had a kid. I have no idea what I'm talking about at all. Keep that in mind. My opinion means nothing. Um, but it it seems like being best friends with your kid can kind of backfire sometimes. I don't know. I've seen both. But like, you know, I hear that kids like structure. Um, like you want to... You want to kind of give them consistency. I've heard that a lot. Um, you know, you want to set boundaries, create discipline. You know, like you're their dad, not their best friend. And I, I believe that. That's a that's a belief that I have. I mean, me and my dad are really great friends, but um, I think that was good, at least for me. I can go to him in a way that I couldn't go to a friend. Um, and I mean that in a positive way. And also, maybe none of that matters. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is there's going to be a guy this big in very short amount of time and I cannot wait to meet him. I am so excited. I know it's going to be just like a ton of bricks to the face in like how our life is going to change and everything. And, you know, I know that I'm going to look back on this time and be like, oh man, I could sleep so well. Or like, I could go to movies whenever I wanted or, you know, whatever. Those like little things. Actually, that's not true. Quarantine. Um, but right now, like I'm, I am enjoying, I am enjoying this. Like me and Maddie are excited. We're, you know, we're not waiting to be happy. Like we're happy right now. We love this. We love the buildup. We love just our last kind of time to, to cherish just like me and her and everything. But man, when he gets here, it's going to just be so awesome. And also probably totally suck. <laughs> I'm thinking we should get him one of those jumper things. My nephew had one of those where they put him in the doorway and you're like, you know, they, they bounce. 
Man, I had never been baby hungry in my whole life, ever. I've never really been that guy. I think because I just grew up with so many babies all the time. Um, even when we got married, you know, like it was never something I even really thought about. Like obviously at some point, like, yeah, well, we'll have a baby, you know, move our life in that direction. But man, with him like weeks away, I see babies everywhere and they're like the cutest, just like most beautiful thing. They make me happy here. I'm laugh. My nephew, I just, he calls me every time he poops. <laughs> He'll FaceTime me sometimes on the toilet. I poop. I'm like, I love that. I love that about you, man. Thanks for calling. Go get your Skittles. Like, I don't, I've never really been that guy, you know, and I am that guy right now. Like I follow Lauren Beeston and look at, at and Jaleesa Cuddlebull from high school. And I can think of a ton of people with cute babies. But for some reason, I think I saw those today. And I just like see their babies. And I'm like, oh, this is what Maddie has been telling me for five years. Like, you see a baby, you're like, oh, I want to hug that baby. Like, I'm feeling that right now. It's nice. Lauren does have a cute baby, though. So anyways, Jay, this is your dad. Judging by my calculations, you probably won't be able to actually understand this for if you're getting reborn in two weeks. Babies, I think it's roughly like a month buffer, month or two. Then you just throw them right into learning and grammar. So that puts us end of the summer. Let's say August. We'll give you some buffer. This is a message to you when you can speak English. What's up? It's your dad. Um, you seem like a cool guy. I don't know you that well. You kicked me in the ear the other day. You're making your mom kind of waddle a little bit. She loves it, but also, you know, she doesn't sleep super well. That's okay. I'm not blaming you for that. Um, we're pumped to meet you. I know you're going to be so cute. I've seen your face, black and white, ultrasound. Got a gnarly kick. You're a cute little guy. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, what else do you need to know in your first six months? Um, there is a global pandemic, yes. Uh, I do have a podcast. You don't know what that is, and it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Um, and we love you. We can't wait for you to get here.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Reed Fletcher Podcast. If this brought you any value, please rate, review, and subscribe. We come out with new episodes as often as we can. Follow the podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook to see clips and videos of the episode under Reed Fletcher Podcast. Thanks, guys.